Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. Rogers in the 25th century! Buck Rogers is on the air, brought to you by the makers of Popsicle, Fudgicle, and Creamsicle, those delicious frozen confections on a stick. And now a message from the famous winner of the typical American boy contest, Popsicle Pete. Hello, everybody. Do you know how many kids got Popsicle presents today? Twelve hundred and twenty. Say, maybe you were one of them. Doesn't it feel like Christmas when that package comes? And all you do to get one is save bags from Popsicle, Fudgicle, and Creamsicle. What presents you get? A wristwatch, camera, field glasses, a wallet, a punching bag, sleeping dolls. Hundreds of gifts, all free. Ask your ice cream man for a free gift list. Tells you how many bags you need for each present. Don't forget the coupon that comes with that gift list. I should say not. That coupon is worth ten bags. You'll find valuable gift bags on every genuine popsicle, fudgicle, and creamsicle. Those great big delicious confections frozen on a stick. Only five cents each. You can't beat that value. A great, big, wholesome, refreshing, swell-tasting popsicle, fudgicle, or creamsicle made by your ice cream maker right in town for only a nickel. Save those bags, kids. Now, Kane and our daily, remember, are preparing to send Black Barney out from their new headquarters to obtain supplies. Buck and Wilma, meanwhile, have set out to pick up Barney's rocket trail with a gas analyzer, leaving Dr. Hewer and Willie at the old scientist's laboratory immediately after Buck and Wilma have left. Now, here we go. Five hundred years into the future. Yes, sir. I certainly hope Captain Rogers and Lieutenant Wilma find Mr. Barney now. They should, Willie. They not only have a gas analyzer aboard their speed cruiser, with which they can pick up his rocket trail, but a gyrocosmic relativator as well. That gyrocosmic thing is what made him go so fast when they took off, isn't it? Yes, sir. They attained their maximum cruising speed immediately, without any loss of time for pickup. Why, that's some invention. Well, it's worked out even better than I expected. But how are you feeling now, Willie? Well, I'm feeling fine now, Dr. Hewer. Only, I'm afraid I couldn't walk very well, though. Certainly had a bad crack up in that rocket roadster. I know it. Well, the ambulance from the medical center will be here in a few minutes, and... Willie. Yes, sir? I have an idea. And I believe it's one that'll throw Kane and Ardela completely off their guard. What is your idea, Dr. Hewer? If that pair are as clever as I think they are, they'll be on the lookout for any radio messages that'll indicate we're searching for them. Oh, sure they will. Furthermore, they're probably very much interested in knowing whether you got here all right with that message to Buck. Oh, sure they are, Doctor. Only, I don't see... exactly why my little plan should work. I'll get in touch with Central Radio Bureau immediately. Oh, I see. And have them send out a call for Mr. Barney. Oh, no, no, Willie. We mustn't let it be known that Barney's missing. Unless it becomes absolutely necessary. After all, you know, he's Prime Minister of Mars, and he's a pretty important person. Sure he is, Doctor. He's very important. That's why Killer Kane wanted to get hold of him. Uh, well, uh, yes. Uh, now, you wait. I'll put through this call. That'll give Buck and Wilma some help in locating Barney. Calling Central Radio Bureau. This is Dr. Hewer calling Central Radio Bureau. What happened to Miss Ardella, huh? 
She's in the little room off this laboratory, Barney, trying to dry out the radio you brought in from the rocket plane. Oh, on account of I got it wet coming through the falls that hides the door to this place, huh? That's right. Don't worry about her. Well, I wasn't. But there's another radio on the ship, you know. I, I only brought in a portable one. And as soon as it's dried out, it'll be all we need. Well, now, uh, listen, Kate. Well? Me and you and all the rest of us know that the only reason I'm willing to work for you is, uh, because you put me under the cycle description rate. So? Well, it's all right. And I'm going to stick with you and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so you don't need to worry about nothing. But, uh, listen. Yes? Didn't you say something about me going out to pick up a lot of supplies and stuff for us? You're right. And as long as it has become dark outside, there's no reason why you can't leave right away. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Now, uh, just what kind of stuff do you want me to get? Everything you can lay your hands on that can possibly be of use to us. And if you pick one up and haul it back here on the magnetic grapples of your ship without attracting undue attention... I know, a gyrocosmic thing. Don't. The only gyrocosmic relativator in existence is the one we have here. Oh, yeah. Now, Barney, we need a fast, well-armed fighting cruiser. Okay, I'll get it. Disintegrators, rocket pistols and guns, non-recoil energy projectors, a thermic radiation projector if you can find one. Well, uh, that sends out a heat ray, don't it? That's right. Yeah. A paralysis ray. Get anything that you can lay your hands on. Now, in order to successfully carry through our campaign against Rogers, we've got to have enough equipment to stand off a space army. Well, just you leave it to me, and I'll get plenty of stuff. I'll see that you do. Uh, but, uh, do I have to do it all at night? Yes. At least until we find out more about what Rogers and his friends are doing toward finding you. But, uh, I thought you thought nobody'd know I was gone outside of Niagara. Until we know that definitely... You'd best make your raids at night and on small cities. And take only a little from each one. Okay. And above all, don't stop anywhere near Niagara. And probably the best place for you to begin is out west of here. Avoid any rocket ships you may see along the way, too. Yeah, yeah, Kane, I'll do that. And all at night. Absolutely. Unless, uh... Hmm. Unless what? It might be a good plan for you to stop in, say, the small Midwestern towns in broad daylight. Huh? In spite of the fact you're the Martian Prime Minister. Yeah. You're well enough known down here on Earth to walk into a small town and get most anything you want, just for the asking. Provided, of course, the people would have no reason to suspect you're working for me. Yeah, but uh, for the time being, I think I'd better get the stuff on a sly like that. You said it first. Yes, I guess so. Now, let's get out to the ship so you can take off. Okay, Chief. Uh, you got a force race so as to push away the waterfall that's outside the door, huh? Yeah, right here. Come along. Yeah. Well, that water certainly covers up the entrance of our headquarters, don't it? Perfectly. Now, be ready to jump through it when I turn on this force ray. Already? Yes, sir. Anybody could come down here in Smitty's old headquarters and poke around it. Hey, they'd never know there was a laboratory back there. Well, let's go on through this corridor and up to the ground level of the ship. Yeah. You left a passage through the pile of dirt covering the ship so we can get through it, didn't you? Sure. Uh, don't you see her there? Good. Then you can get aboard and take off right away. Get in, Bonnie. Okay, Chief. And remember, carefully avoid any ships you may spot flying around. 
If anything happens to you to crap your act, or if anybody becomes suspicious of what you're doing, you ought to forget that you ever saw me or know where I am. And see if you ain't got a thing to worry about. Just you leave everything to me. I got it all organized out as to what I'm going to do, and I'll be back in a few hours with all the weapons and stuff you could want. Fine. Hey, see? Now, first thing I'll do is turn on this here now radio in here. And keep it on all the time you're in the air. Yeah. All right, Bonnie. Radio Bureau, Close your door and... General call from Central Radio Bureau. Listen. Yeah, I wonder what it is. All stations are ordered to be on the lookout for Willie, well-known protege of Black Barney, Prime Minister of Mars. Hey! Quiet. The only clue as to his whereabouts is a small piece of his flying jacket found beside the badly wrecked air roadster in a lonely field northeast of Niagara. Perfect. All available citizens are urged to aid in the search for Willie. That is all. Barney, that's exactly what I wanted to know. You mean that Willie didn't get there to deliver the note to Captain Rudd? No. It shows that because of your position as Prime Minister of Mars... They don't dare broadcast word of your disappearance. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we've nothing to fear. Now, keep clear of Niagara, and you can work in broad daylight. Do anything you want. Yes, sir. So, go to it, Bonnie. The field is yours. Oh, and uh, be sure you keep the rocket dampener hooked in to change your ship's rocket trail. Okay, Chief. Here I go. <laughs> Let's get the rest of this message. Okay, Buck. All available citizens are urged to aid in the search for Willie. That is all. Good. Good for Dr. Hewer. You think he had them broadcast that message, Buck? Sure. In the hopes that Kane and Ardela would pick it up and think they're safe as long as they stay clear of Niagara. But why wasn't anything said of Barney? You don't make it public when the prime minister of a neighboring planet has disappeared. Hmm? You'd have a nice interplanetary situation on your hands. Oh, I see. Sure. And if Barney's with Kane and Ardela, all the looking that needs to be done is for them. Yep. As soon as this rocket trail is holding out so well. I guess the wind hasn't blown it around so badly after all. And as Willie told us, we're still headed in the general direction. That's Dr. Hewer calling us. Yeah, on the confidential wavelength. I'll take it. Dr. Hewer calling. Hello, Doctor. Have you found Barney's rocket trail all right, Buck? Yes, sir. And we're bearing down on it as fast as we can, sir. Well, don't try to travel too fast. Remember, you're flying pretty low and too much speed will create dangerous atmospheric friction. Yes, sir. And, Doctor... Yes, the trail is still leading us toward the ruins of ancient Philadelphia. Well, of course, Kane and Ardela may have left that region just as soon as they sent Willie on with us in the rocket roaster. Probably. But at any rate, we're on a hot trail and the wind doesn't seem to have done it much damage. Good. Hello, Doctor. Hello, Wilma. Doctor, that was a great idea to send out the message about Willie. Well, I hope it does us some good. Kane's a mighty clever chap, you know. Entirely too clever. In fact... I shouldn't be at all surprised to have him discover this confidential wavelength we usually use. Oh, hardly, Doctor, uh, unless he digs out the plans of the receivers you've built. But now, look here, Buck. Yes? I've called you because I probably won't be able to get in touch with you again for some time. Huh? Oh, why not, Doctor? Well, I'm going out to Omaha to call on Elmo. Oh. You remember him? Oh, sure do. He's the chap we rescued from that little planetoid that lies out in space, <laughs> just beyond the orbit of Mars. Huh? And as head of the city of Omaha, he's doing a splendid job. Uh, be sure to remember us to him. I'll be glad to. As you've no doubt guessed, I want to see him regarding a possible source of impenetrated ore in his vicinity. Oh, good stuff. And don't worry about us. With this rocket trail holding out so well, we'll have Kane and Ardela and Barney 
back in Niagara before you know it. Well, I hope so. Good luck. Thanks. Signing off. Signing off. Well. Look, Buck. We're nearing the ruins of old Philadelphia. Then I'll cut down the power. Hmm. Funny the trail doesn't drop down toward the ground now, toward uh, wherever they stopped to let Willie off. Yes. I wonder... Keep an eye on the dials now and... Whoa! Here's where they stopped, all right. Good. Thing to do now is pick up the trail they left when they started off again. Sure, and it shouldn't be so hard to find with this gyrocosmic relativator to start us off. Right. We'll just start a quick circle. Look. Look on the gas analyzer dial. Yep. We're on it, all right. Yes, sir. And this is the trail that'll lead us straight to Killer Kane and Ardela, or my name is... Wilma. What's the matter? It's gone. What? The trail is completely stopped. Yes, the trail is gone. Because of the way Kane threw in a rocket dampener when he made that trail with Barney's ship, they'll never pick it up again. Did you get any popsicle presents yet? If you never let a day go by without saving popsicle, fudgicle, or creamsicle bags, you watch those bags pile up. Before you know it, you'll have enough for a fountain pen or table tennis, a wallet or a Buck Rogers telescope, games, books, gee, lots of things. Get everybody eating popsicle, fudgicle, and creamsicle, and they can give you their bags. Just get Mom and Dad to try a creamsicle and see how fast they buy more. Everybody loves a genuine creamsicle. That great big chunk of delicious ice cream on a stick, thickly coated with wonderful fresh fruit flavors or creamy chocolate fudge. And look how much you get for a nickel. Pure, wholesome ingredients, too, full of the energy we all need. It makes my mouth water just to think about a creamsicle. Be sure you get a real creamsicle with the name printed right on the bag. It's the United States Registered Trademark, and it stands for Top Quality. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.